Hello everyone, and today we're going to start digging in deeper through the Baker's Dozen of the top 13 ways that you can keep the girl. Once you get the girl, you can now keep her, meaning your wife, of course, or your fiancé. And so we're going to dig deeper into the first one, and it's going to be good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. My name is Joe Sellers, and I am your host. And last week, we did just a brief overview of what I call the Baker's Dozen, or the 13 ways that once you get the girl, you can keep the girl. And just to kind of recap, kind of an overview of those, those 13 are, one, date her, two, open the door for her, three, put her first, right after God, number four, wash the dishes, five, cook, six, change the diapers, seven, Say, 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 say what you're going to do and do it. Number eight, fill the tank. Number nine, babysit, give her mommy time. Number 10, plan the outing or vacation. Number 11, embrace the honeydew. Number 12, just do it. If you see something to do, do it. And number 13, support her dream as well. So those are the, the 13, but today we're going to really focus in on the first one, and that is date her. Now, as far as I know, most most relationships, unless it's a, an arranged marriage, most relationships start off with, you know, you meet someone, you, they, they spark your interest, you think, hey, I think I want to ask this person out, and so you ask them out on that first date, or, you know, maybe they asked you out on your first date. But either way, you start off by, by dating her, and by dating her, that usually translates into spending time together, uh, just the two of you, or maybe a, in a group. But you, you take time to get to know each other. You, you go out and you do things. You do activities. You go out to eat. You go to the movies. You go for a hike. You go boating. Many different things that you could do that would constitute a date. But, of course, the, the goal of that date um, should be <laughs> to get to know each other. And uh, so once once you get married or sometimes you know maybe it could start even as once you get engaged, there is a strange psychological thing that kicks in. So I've seen this in my own life. For example, there was a course that I had a, a 10 day trial to, to check it out. Well, guess what? And this actually, this isn't the only time I've done this. When I have these trial, like a week trial or a 10 day trial or whatever, what I will do is uh, there's one time I even took vacation to focus in on it. I took time off from work and I, I literally applied myself 100% into this thing, and I completed the course. Now, sometimes those courses were done at double speed, but I, I finished the course. And so, and a couple of times, the course was so good, I thought, okay, I really need to buy this and, and dig back into it deeper and you know more slowly and really, really digest the material, not just fast food, wolf it down. And what was so strange was, was I would then buy the course. I'd spend the money. I would have the course now. The course is mine. This is my course. This course belongs to me. And this strange thing would happen. After that would happen, I would get distracted. I would suddenly have something else I needed to do. It wasn't as much of a priority. And sometimes I would go weeks without even touching the course to, quote, re, 
you know, rinse and repeat it at a, at a more digestible pace. So there's just, just something about um, the human nature that says, if something's a challenge, you'll work for it. And then once you actually have it, then then it loses its luster. It, it's not as important. It's not as, you're not as driven. And this, in, in a very extreme example, I heard an example about this with the, the astronauts. The, uh, when the, the astronauts first went to the moon, there, there were cases where the astronauts that actually landed on the moon, they had to deal with depression after that because, you know, let's face it, to be the first group of human beings to set foot and travel to the moon what what do you do past that you know go to mars well that you know back in those days that wasn't even an option yet but but you know once you do something so magnificent as that you know what's what's next what, what do you do after that and so i kind of feel like that's what we do as men that we have this challenge of you know can i get the girl and please don't don't read into that don't say that you know i'm i'm not belittling women at all but i know in my in my own life I was sitting in church one day behind Denise, uh, my wife, and and uh, I hadn't really even looked twice at her. But the the worship pastor and I had made a, just made a joke about something that the the pastor had said from the pulpit that Sunday morning, and she she laughed at what we said, and as she laughed, she kind of turned to the side, and there was like this little fire in her eyes that I saw not for me. She didn't even look directly at me. But I just saw this kind of profile view of her face, and she laughed, and I saw this fire in her eyes for life. And there was this chill that ran up my spine. And I thought, oh, I think I like that. And so there was this draw there that that I wanted to pursue her. It's like, I want to get to know this woman better. And it wasn't very long to where I realized, wow, this woman is the woman for me. And so there was this, there was this challenge that I said, okay, I, I want that. I want to know this woman better. I want to get get to know her better. And then shortly after that, I want to marry this woman. And so what can happen is once you once you set a goal, once you you have this challenge laid out before you, and, and at least you have some degree of success with it, you accomplish some degree of, of, of success with it, then it's easy to back off. And so men, as you're listening to this today, Please, I, I implore you, whatever you did to get the girl, don't stop once you, quote, get the girl, once you get engaged, once you get married, don't don't stop. You know, uh, we'll, we'll cover more things about this later on that kind of tie back into this a little bit, but but just the bottom line here in, in, the, in its purest form, date her, don't stop dating her after you get engaged, after you get married. Now, it might not back off a whole lot after you get engaged, but after you get married, it's real easy to say, okay, now I'm spending 24-7 with this person. They're available anytime, all the time. Uh, she, If I ask her out, she's probably not going to say I have to wash my hair. Uh, and, and you know, so it's it's easy to take that for granted. And I guess that's one of the, the principles here that, you, that a common theme you're going to see laced throughout these, these 13 tips and tricks to to not lose the girl once you get the girl is that you don't ever need to take her for granted because listen guys your wife your spouse is a blessing she is a blessing i know i'm i'm blessed beyond measure i'm blessed mind-boggling so but you need to always look at her as a blessing and never take her for granted and then part of that is date her 
and you know, the thing is that the thing that might make it, make it a little bit of a challenge too is guess what? Your wife's going to get busy too. She's either going to be working a job or she's going to be trying to, to, you know, be a homemaker or, or become a mom or any number of things that she's going to have on her plate. That's just going to be huge. And so it's going to be easy for her to possibly lose a little bit of interest too, or to, for it to not be as important to her too, which makes it all the easier for the guy to just say, oh, okay, well, she's she's busy or she's got too much going on. Well, we're too busy. Let's let's not let's not worry about dating. And so I encourage you, don't stop dating her. And then of course you're going to get that challenge all over again as you go through your marriage. And then once you have kids, or if you have kids, or if you adopt kids, whenever kids enter the picture, then you're going to have a whole new set of challenges to to date her because then it's going to require a babysitter and and so when I'm saying date I do mean time alone just you and your wife but you need to really make the time make the plans to do this so once you get married don't stop once you have children don't stop once you have more kids don't stop once the stress of life hits you full force don't stop don't stop dating your wife that is one of the very first tips that that we're going to that we're talking about and that I'm going to suggest to you here is keep dating her. No matter what's going on, no matter how many challenges you have, no matter how busy you get, always show her just how much you love her by making time for her. Because let's face it, guys, you know, used to um, time was was the way that, that so many people spell love. Kids and, and spouses will spell love, T-I-M-E, not L-O-V-E, because they want you to spend time with them. Well, once you get married, you can spend a whole lot of time with them, you know, in the kitchen or, or in the house or doing chores around the house, whatever you, you can spend a lot of time together. But what, what really spells love even more than, than T I M E right now, especially in this super hyper distraction filled world that we live in is, is attention is a T T E N T I O N. So attention is really the way you spell love. And of course, one way to do that and give her focused attention is, ha, yep date her take her out take her to the movies take her on a hike and you know don't, don't just leave this to chance I, I encourage you i know when denise and i uh, were, were courting and, and before we got married we we spent time uh, talking we spent a lot of time talking and one of the questions that we presented each other was you know what is the perfect date to you so don't just don't just do it hit and miss and you know it's okay to go out and buy a book about you know how to keep the the fire alive and how to how to date your spouse and and I think I even have one on my bookshelf but but really when you get down to it also just simply say and, and don't get me wrong books are awesome because that can give you some extra creativity uh, some extra ingenuity on how to how to make things unique and and very special but at the same time just simply take a little bit of time sit down with your spouse and say hey. Um, you know, just curious, what what would you consider to be the perfect date, or or what, what are your top five favorite things to do on a date? Or what are your top five pl- favorite places to go on a date? And then once you ask that question, please, if I encourage you, write it down somewhere. You know, if you haven't if you haven't started journaling, start a journal. Write it down somewhere. Put a note and stick it in your Bible, which I hope you'll see very often. And but just write it down and use that as reference to say, okay, now I'm going to start planning these dates with my, with my wife. And she's already told me this is what she would, she really likes. This is what she enjoys. So that takes the guesswork out of it. 
and then you're able to really meet her needs, really show her how much you care, how much you love her, with not just giving her that time, but giving her that attention as well, focused attention on a date. So we're going to wrap it up here for today. So number one, date her. And next week, we're going to keep digging in deeper into our uh, baker's dozens of how to keep the girl when she get her. And next week, we're going to talk about opening the door for her. So I've got some interesting stories there, too. So we will talk to you guys later. I hope you're having a, a great week so far. And I hope you can really apply this practically to your life. And I think these are going to be some super practical uh, podcasts coming up here. Some really hands-on, down-to-earth, rubber meets the road kind of practical uh, steps. And so I encourage you, uh, please like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. If you think this is something that could help a friend, I encourage you to share it with them, tell them about it. Uh, we'd like to just really help as many uh, marriages and men and fathers as possible. And so this is kind of just a tool to do that with. And, and so I appreciate your, your attention and hope you guys have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening. And remember, yesterday is gone forever and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today. <music>